Welcome back to the Coffee and Crossing Roads podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, this is the episode four with Elle next door. Hi, everyone. And we're going to talk about relationships today. Oh, we are. <laughs> That's one of those. I know. We're both single. It's been a while. So I don't know if you want to take advice from us on this one. <laughs> Probably not the best, people. <laughs> but if you haven't already listened, maybe check out episodes before. Yeah. On online dates. Good, very funny. First dates and third dates. Yeah, very funny. We have a good, good laugh. We do. It. And they're helpful as well. I feel like they're really helpful for dating. So if you are single and looking to be in a relationship, check them out. Indeed, indeed. So relationships, eh? <sighs> How do you go from dating to in a relationship? Well, I kind of feel like it depends on what it's been like in the dating run-up, but I've always kind of had some kind of chat so that it was... I hate it. I hate it so much, the chat. Did you put them? I didn't pull them, they pulled pull me. Pull them for a chat. Pull them for a chat, yeah. <laughs> um, I've always been like pulled for a chat or just like, just to confirm this is where I'm at. Are you at that? Cool. Let's not see anyone else. Let's not see anyone else. Okay. So, like, I know. Where I know. Like, where? Do you oh, once was like, over text, once was just like on a date. Okay. You know so you is? just kind of get a little bit drunk and you're like, yeah. you, you must be thinking, where is this going? It must be in your head before the date. Yeah. So, you know what? This date, I want to find out what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But uh, then I... Because we were talking before in one of the previous podcasts about, like, exclusive and dating. I guess if you're already exclusive, like... I don't know. Do you have that conversation? Yeah, I don't know. It's just know. doubling up those awkward I know. conversations that you need to have, isn't it? I know. Right? We need to be exclusive. We need to... You know, yeah. now we're in a relationship. It's just... Do you know what that is? It's putting a time scale on kind of like being exclusive, yeah. being in a relationship and kind of like then you're probably going to have your six months oh anniversary God. or whatever. It's similar to do you have sex on the third date? Yeah, you know, yeah. It's that whole time scale and actually yeah, what we've odd. figured out during these podcasts so far is actually, you know what, there isn't any time scale no. and one thing doesn't necessarily work for everybody exactly do everything in your own pace yeah yeah um what about you though would you have the chat would you pull a girl for a chat we love a cringe conversation yeah, I, I, wonder, I kind of think that it'd be nice if it happened naturally but do you know but what? how does it happen no, naturally yeah i don't think it does i think you do have to have the yeah. chat in some um in some way or another like you have to have a conversation to see whether and it doesn't have to be can we be exclusive on yeah. relationship? I think it just needs to be where is your head at? Yeah. Are you I don't know, are you seeing anyone else? Are you, are you invested in this? Yeah. And I think for me if I know they're invested in it, then I'll just let things naturally happen. Yeah, yeah. But going on to the conversation of like having that actual chat, yeah. I the last girlfriend I went out with. I properly went in on the, on the chat. <laughs> I can't even it. Let's recreate it. it. Come on. Up. It cringes Come on. me up. Even thinking about <laughs> it. it. Yeah. Why? Um, like, give so, us a bit of context. So, we were, we were dating, I would say, kind of, I mean, I would say we were dating for quite a long period of time, between three and five months before okay. kind of things really progressed. I think if you ask her, we weren't really dating. I think we were just kind of like, things were too wishy-washy yeah. it was just like in my head I thought things were moving better than what they were actually right, in real okay. life 
there were signs, there were signs, you know, the typical signs of she won't mess, she won't mess his back and, and all of this yeah. sort of stuff. Or, or certainly wasn't being as responsive or attentive that I would have, I would have thought. Uh, so maybe I should have seen those signs, but you know, I persevered and she was so hit and miss. Yeah. She'd be loving one day and completely cold the next and actually it really fucked with my mental health. Yeah. I think it's the only time that I would say in my life that I struggled. And um, at the point where I sort of wanted it to be a relationship and I thought, oh, do you know what, this is the time. It was quite a long way off, like I said, probably like five months between yeah. my first date and when it was. And I, I, you know, obviously you don't text it or whatever. I wanted it to be in person, so I wanted it to mean something. Yeah. You know, I thought this was the girl that I was probably going to be with forever. Wow. I, I honestly thought that she could be the one. So I wanted to make a big thing of it. I wanted to, it weren't like the previous relationships I've been in where actually it didn't really matter. Yeah. I wanted this to be something that I could look back on and be like, oh, do you remember when I done that really nice or cringy and we could laugh about it? We yeah, could, like, yeah. We could, you know, I talk about it so I, I, I really thought about it for a lot of time and I kind of like spoke about when we met and all the good things I thought about her and, and why I feel we should be in a relationship not like I feel we should did be in a did you do like a proposal but basically, basically. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> like a proposal you speech you know what I wish I actually had it on the um, Oh you my. wrote it down? No, of course I wrote it down. I wrote it down on notes. we love this? I wrote it down on notes because then you're not like typing for everyone yeah, WhatsApp. Yeah, you know? yeah, so yeah. You do, even those like really awkward conversations that you need to have in relationships, everyone does them on notes. Yeah. Because you don't want to see them typing for like two hours <laughs> because you just know there's, a, there's some. Like, kind of, oh, God, they're really thinking about yeah, this. There's a big text coming like our way. But um, let me just check. I'm just on my notes. So. Just give me one sec. I'm, you know, I might even have it. I don't have that many notes in my phone. I love that um, so much. So I might still... I feel like that's know. quite nice because generally I feel like it's a conversation that people just want to like get out the way and then like move on with being together. But I feel like you really went into some effort for this. I did. I went into some effort. And actually I don't have my notes anymore. I think it probably hurt too much for keeping yeah. them. Yeah. I deleted it. But one thing I just did notice on my notes oh God. is his boys' names, girls' names. Oh my God! <laughs> I actually have that. Oh, like but, ready um, to go yeah. for a date. Um, but yeah, I, I delivered. I, I delivered it in a, a typical cringy way as well. We just, I think it was like, it was either mid Netflix or we. I remember we was on our bed, and uh, I don't know if it was like Sunday morning or, or whatever, but. You know when you're delivering a, like a message like that, you over, you play it over yeah. and over in your head, <laughs> and uh, I felt that it was just this amazing, like smooth but, but <laughs> confident, but you know ballsy kind of speech uh. to become my girlfriend. But in reality, I feel that actually when you deliver it in real life, it just becomes a barrel of cringe. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and, it really uh, does. But <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I went and persevered. Yeah, but good for um, you though. Like, I feel like if you know, if you felt that strongly, you can't don't like downplay it because it's not like no, not you. But I'm saying like, you know, why would you downplay it because it's like not the done thing or like not the coolest thing in the world to do? It's certainly not the coolest thing. I felt I felt she was curling up in a ball and cringing more than I was. (laughs) Um, You know, because it's like it went on. 
Three hours later, she's like, Netflix is like, oh, you still yeah, watch it? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, sadly, yes. <laughs> yeah, sadly, it's true. I mean, we were boyfriend and girlfriend after that, but not for long. I feel that really? sometimes, yeah, I mean, I would say probably maybe two months after yeah. that. And, and actually then, the issue with doing it in such a big way is I feel that it's really hard to say no. Yeah, yeah. And looking back at that relationship, I probably felt timing was not right, so yeah. it not for her. Or I wasn't the right person. Probably a mixture of both. But actually, if I'm looking back and being honest, I think if I just text her and said, look, will you be my girlfriend? Yeah. Whatever, and, and then a bit more than that, she probably would have said no. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that I went and did this massive kind of thing, I think it put too much pressure on her to give it a go. Yeah. And I wish that... I, I wish and I don't wish that that happened because, you know, obviously I desperately wanted it to be something. Yeah. But looking back, yeah, it wasn't right. It is hard because you do, you can't really say no in that circumstance. Um, whereas I feel like unless you're like really savage and you're just like, you don't give a shit. That would be savage. Can you imagine? No, no. That's how I ended up engaged for like three years. Because I, no, it was, he got down on one knee and I was like, you know this, right? Did um, you know this? <laughs> well, okay, news to the podcast and to everyone. Yeah, I was engaged years ago and it was the same, I mean, not the same, I'm like downplaying it a little bit, but yeah, he was just like there on one knee and I was like, well, I, I can't say one, no now. Oh, it's so awkward. It's yes, so awkward. You would say yes and then hurt. Exactly, like and, and that is and essentially what happened. Yeah, yeah. that's what happened, yeah, same. But it's hard though because I feel like, in so many opportunities and so many ways you're gonna reap the reward for actually being honest yeah and coming out with that and saying how you feel like a lot in the right relationship that would have been perfect so what i think is quite a good one and it happens quite a lot someone will say like oh god like i got asked about who you were today and i said like oh my girlfriend blah 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 and then the conversation kind of like goes from there just calling someone your girlfriend or boyfriend before they actually are opens up the conversation oh wow why are you shocked at my good advice <laughs> what am i on this podcast for i'm not sure it's good advice you don't think that's good what calling someone no 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 say like say no 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 not accepting it and just being so being at a restaurant and um oh uh yeah my girlfriend's gonna have a uh, uh pinot noir if, if anyone, for a start, decided what I was going to drink, done, gone, okay, out enough. the door, I'll talk for myself, but I know where you're going. Well, I feel like, say it was like at a work party and they were talking about you, or if they were like, you know, I, I called you my girlfriend, but like, I don't know if that's the right thing oh, to say. Okay, yes. That kind of vibe. That's quite nice. You know? Or like, they asked who you were and I didn't really know what to say. I was like, oh, she, she's a girlfriend or a girl I'm dating, like, and then that would bring up the conversation yeah, and I feel like you nice. get their response without having to really give away what you want to say. You don't want to be like me and the guy that I've been on four dates with that I do kind of like, I'd quite like him to be my boyfriend but he's not that yet, um, he'll be here in five minutes if you could take us to the table now. Like, the waiter or bouncer will be like, who the hell is this girl, get her out of here. Yeah, oversharing, You need fine. to have a conversation, like, yeah exactly. But no, it is a difficult one. Yeah, I think just be open and honest, have a conversation, whatever feels right for you. 
was a diplomatic answer if I've ever heard one. <laughs> indeed, indeed, you're a politician on this podcast. Thank you very much. What about timing? Is timing everything? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, not even just in the sense of like when you make it official or, you know, whatever it is. I just think there's so many circumstances where I've like met someone, dated someone, even as a friend, where I'm like, God, not right now, but you would be someone that I would want to be with later down the line or or whatever. But in terms of like being a girlfriend, boyfriend, that sounds like so primary school, doesn't it? But um, for me, I feel like it's so obvious because I usually let it go a little bit longer to the point of neither of us have seen anyone else in a really long time. We're both planning trips. We're talking future stuff. Like it's obvious what it's going to be. And then it would just like naturally roll into it. Yeah. I think. I do think timing is, is important. And in fact, I've been in so many, um, so many dates or kind of nearly relationships yeah. where um, you don't actually get to the relationship point where timing probably was everything. Yeah. And I, I could probably, I would say, put that timing down to 50% of relationships that didn't quite work out. Absolutely. So, I mean, yeah. I'm putting that down to that. If you ask her, it might be a different story. But, Hated him. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. I mean, whether or not it was on, you know, my point or yeah. from, from their perspective, but yeah. I definitely think that timing is is so crucial. Yeah. So crucial. And it, it depends on the person as well. Timing could be, it's not, it's not an age thing. No, um, not It could at be all. a circumstance thing. could be that the person's just that relationship doesn't want to get That's into what I was gonna say. another relationship. Yeah. So I get a bit nervous. That's it, and no, I get a bit not open. Yeah. To yeah. The possibility of being in a relationship, regardless. Mm-hmm. If actually looking back, she might look or he might look two years back down the line and be like, you know what, L was perfect for me. I'm sure he would. I'm sure he would. <laughs> I, I honestly think um, it's really hard, like both ways. So I've I've had it both ways where I've just come out of a relationship and I almost didn't want to date just in case I met someone that I really liked. And I remember yeah. I'd text my best mate and be like, oh, do you know what? I actually think he's really great. I'm not sure I even want to go on this date because what if I like him? Like, that's how much I didn't want to be in anything. Wow. And then I've also been single for like a little while and then I've met someone fresh out of a relationship and um, I thought I could just tell it wasn't like they weren't ready for it. And then I do think like sometimes you can get into a bit of a tricky position where you think each other are great or I've had like when I thought, oh, I think you are a bit interested, but you definitely want to be single for a bit. So then they do that like dangling the carrot, like leave you alone for a bit. A few months later, you're here again. A few months later, you're here again. And it's like, I know what's going to happen. You're just, you're popping up every now and then to be like, hi, I'm still here. So that in two years time when you're ready, it's like, I'm still here. It's like, no, I'm not going to wait around for that. And no one should. That no. just it just fucks your anxiety it really and mental health, does, doesn't it? Yeah. And you know, someone just just pulling at your heartstrings. I'm one of those people when I'm newly single. I'm like, I don't want anything. I don't want anything. But I'd never say I 100% am not getting into a relationship because I don't understand how people can meet someone that's blow that could blow them away and be like, do you know what? I said I was going to be single for a year and just leave it. I, if I met someone that like absolutely blew me away, I knew that timings would literally go out the window. So, it wouldn't matter. It yeah. wouldn't matter if I was ready or anything. You, I think sometimes when you say you're not ready in timing, um, it's probably a defense mechanism absolutely, as well. Absolutely, yeah. Because you just 
I don't know, maybe don't want to get rejected or whatever. Yeah. And that's a point in like, getting into the relationship side of things as well. Like, there's so many times that I kind of, I, I personally put up this whole kind of like front. Whenever, whenever anyone asks me, if I'm dating someone, how's mm. it going? Like, you know, you. Oh, like you're this, the worst. I am, because I put up this barrier and I'm just like, it's because I, I don't talk about it and I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't want other people to know because when ultimately, well, in my head, because yeah, things kind of yeah. fail so often, I just don't oh, like, God. no, I just don't, and I think people are the same, they don't, yeah. they just kind of put up a barrier yeah. um, to, you know, and then if it does, then, then great, then you can yeah. open up a bit. But. but it's just easier, isn't it? It's that defence mechanism mm. of being like, you know, I'm sure it won't go anywhere. I'm sure even though in your head you're like, oh, I really like this and I think yeah. this could be something. Because if it doesn't, then no one's surprised. Exactly. So maybe so, timing is just that defence mechanism. Think, it's just yeah. another kind of way of... Uh, yeah. Of unless there's a reason that you really want to be single. I don't know what that is. But, like, unless there is... I feel like I have come across a few people that are a little bit older and I think they're like I want to be single now because the next person is going to be it it's forever be the one. so and then you find the real fuck boys I feel like that is why are you laughing I really feel like that is when you find the real ones that are like now nah, I'm going to fuck around because the next time I'm in something that's it it does get to a point where you do think <laughs> that the next relationship is going to be the one yeah I, I well, age wise I think yeah I'm in that as well which is why I'm like not anti anything but I will not be in anything unless I'm like really as sure as I could possibly be because there's no such thing as like knowing. Um, I don't think anyway. But yeah, I do. And I feel like that is an age thing and that's a timing thing. I think when you're ready and you're like, I don't want to mess around with another like two year thing or a one year thing, then it does become a little bit trickier because you're pickier and you're not just going to rush anything. Uh, In my head, I'm like... It's got to be the one. Yeah. And you don't end up giving relationships or dating a chance in yeah. a, lot of, a lot of times. You just kind of like cut them off because they're not the one. And what something my mate said, my best mate, Bodger, he was like... Come on, Bodger. Oh, we Bodger. love the sound of Bodger. Yeah, Bodger uh, single? He just, Bodger's not. He's married with two kids. Oh, That's why he's, uh, Bodger. He's good at giving advice. <laughs> but he was just like, Cole, you never give anyone the chance. You never give yeah. anyone the chance to like grow on you. He was like most of my mates and, and Bodger in particular as well. You know, he went on tens of dates yeah. and he really let the relationship grow. And do you know he's got the most amazing relationship out there? Mm. It's like they're completely in love, got kids, and they're just they the dynamic between them is amazing. Yeah. But then being single, you look at that and you're like, I want that. Yeah. And you yeah. kind of well, not tick boxes, but you you, you know, do. Yeah. You know if someone's right or wrong. You know someone yeah. can in your life or you want them in your life forever yeah and uh, when you yeah when you get to I mean I'm certainly in that space I just want yeah. I want to find the one so you do kind of hold off I do think in, it makes you a bit more savage and it, it's a bit more but I think do you know what if you're the kind of person that it's you find it really hard to catch feelings then that's fine like you could leave dates going on and on and on and you could like have six seven eight nine ten dates with someone because if you're not that kind of person that's going to like catch feelings straight away then you can really kind of play that out and see how it lasts but if you are i, I get why people are a bit more standoffish because you don't want to get to like 
five, six dates, actually kind of like someone, but just know they're not it deep down. Yeah. And then you have to go through that like over and over again. I just think, I feel, it's not something that I can really do. I feel like, and I do feel like this is probably not very helpful, but I feel like I just wait for someone to instantly blow me away rather than let anything like develop. Or I was gonna say be a grower, but I mean, <laughs> you know, I I feel like it's just easier for me to be like when we were talking about the third date rule, uh, as in like make or break. I feel like by three dates, I'm like I know whether I'm gonna give them a chance or not. Yeah. That's kind of my limit. Someone that could possibly be something, and if they're not, then that's it. So what age do you think people? kind of a ready for a relationship as in not ready for a relationship but ready for the, the relationship you know the one that's gonna trump all relationships yeah. the one true oh, lobster God, kind of if you need to friends you're oh your I know I love, love that you know your one true lobster yeah. or your one true I think it's different for everyone yeah like some people have their like childhood sweethearts and I would say sometimes like do you ever think about dating other people because you've never before and they're like no that's it that's for me and that's the person that they'll be with their whole lives whereas I don't know like for me I met someone at 25 and I really for a long time thought that that could be it and then it wasn't so now at 27 nearly 28 I'm like I'm not that desperate for it now I feel like you know I could easily go a couple of years kind of having fun meeting people and then I would probably, I'm not like, I wouldn't turn down anything if it come my way, which was great. But I just don't even feel like now I'm at the age where I'm like desperate for something or yeah. I'm like even ready. Now I'm like, I'm single again after quite a serious relationship. I want to like travel everywhere. Thanks COVID for screwing over <laughs> that. But you Jeez. know, I kind of want to like live for myself again. Yeah. So, so you would say you probably had like two two peaks where you thought no. yeah but I think a lot of people two peaks <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we need a little jingle I know we? <laughs> when we do something oh god like, it'll just be going uh, off all yeah, the time but I yeah I, I really think that I think that's common though you know yeah I agree well actually when I put this out to Instagram there was such a massive difference in what the yeah, age range people not were, were ready and weren't ready for relationships yeah. but I mean some people were saying like 18 to 20 you know, and, and being serious, they met their, their other half at like, you know, when they're 18, when they're 22. But the majority, if I'm honest, seems like um, 25 for mm. a girl, weirdly seems like a really, what yeah. a lot of people said, and 28 for a guy. Interesting. Um, there's obviously a lot of, 28 seems to come up a lot. I feel like, do you think guys. for a guy, it's like the approaching 30 phase where they're like oh maybe I've dated around because especially and I mean obviously we don't really know the demographic but I think if you're in a city like London maybe Manchester like in quite a big thriving city the dating scene is so crazy that I do feel like you can kind of make the most of that whereas my friend lives in Birmingham and she was saying you know all her friends are settled down and married and she's like 29 um, and that's and generally everyone is settled down whereas all of my friends that are that age are nearly all single completely agree with you so I grew up in Kent and all my mates are pretty much married with yeah. kids um, and it's the same thing and they have been yes exactly in for their a 20s. while yeah and um, yeah Londoners just don't seem to it's just that illusion of choice isn't it yeah you know when you're dating it's that the illusion or it's always trying to get something better yeah and I feel that's oh I, mean, I hate that I hate honest. that so much I think it is you know I, I probably am a little bit 
guilty of it never in thinking like i can get better but i think it feels like there's so much options out there when let's be honest when you actually narrow it down and you see the people that are compatible for you that's not necessarily the case but i think it's just everything is so fast-paced that i've definitely had it where i've met people and i you think that the date has gone amazingly and then it just fizzles out and i and i'd think to myself like are you really having constant dates that were better than that that were like more fun than that you know more exciting um generally speaking I feel like I get quite a lot of like six months down the line they'll all, they'll come back or like a year down the line you always hear from these people and you're like you're not surprised because to me that screams like you've had really fun like such a fun time but you feel like there's better out there there's better out there and then you go and date for a while and then it's like oh maybe maybe there isn't better out there and I don't just mean for me I feel like it happens for a lot of people it does but. happen yeah for sure I mean I wasn't ready to I was um, I would say between 32 and 34 mm. is when I really kind of wanted that relationship, that yeah. one. Um, just proves how hard it is to get as well. Yeah. Like, it's not easy. So when yeah. you have it, like, hold on to it and stuff. But, um, Unless you're willing to settle, which I do feel a lot of people are. Never settle. Never settle, people. Never settle. I don't know if you've watched Black Mirror. No, I've so never seen it. There's this episode that basically talks about dating. Basically, there's a... Uh, one of the episodes is about dating, and um, the, it, it's a dating profile, so it's a dating app, yeah. and it matches two people, and it says there's a duration to how long you're going to be together. So, for example, like, and, so, and it does this algorithm until you find the perfect person. Oh, my God. So, you might have, like, three or four or five people, yeah. and it'd be like, say, Carl, L, right, we're going to match you, but you two are only compatible for eight months. Oh. So, you, and you... you um, live together, you have a relationship for eight months, but as soon as that eight months comes, like that is it, and then it's on to the next one. Then the next one might be, I don't know, someone else, and it'd be, and they'd come up on the app, and you'd be like, oh, Sarah, five days. Yeah. And then you go on that relationship for five days. That's so and at the end of it, I mean, I find Black Mirror just absolutely weird, but yeah. so kind so of. So would people element. like choose the one that's only going to last eight months no they don't choose they're given oh, so the algorithm okay. knows best and you and it's got such a so is it like way. this eight month relationship could just teach you a lot about life that could then potentially ha oh, yeah. i mean would you okay but the question there is would you sign up to that knowing that you will find the perfect person. Well, know. I mean, yeah, obviously, if you, knowing that you will find the perfect person, then yeah, I would. But like, I don't believe. I'm not, I'm I don't believe that. I'm so so sceptical. Uh, well, like, it's Black Mirror. It's I mean, it is. Yeah. So. so, what traits uh, would you look for in a boyfriend? Massive personality. I'm Massive personality. I know that's your, your number one question on no, your Hinge profile, no, no, no. isn't it? You've got to have a massive, massive. Personality. personality yeah um, episode one people episode one go back it was quite one. funny that one um no i mean to be honest just what it, like most people would say like trust is massively massively up there um i'm all for a sense of humor like sucker for anyone that can make me laugh just wanting to do the same things like i find it really attractive when someone's not even like having the same hobbies but just or if someone's just constantly wanting to like plan things to do together, it doesn't need to be like particularly fun or exciting, but just someone that like puts you first. 
I mean, to be honest, this list could go on for a million years. Yeah, I mean, this could be a tick box. This could be. List, this is a, know, this is a tick box. This, this is the problem. And the A4 pages, I'd say yours is probably. It's a book. It's a book. <laughs> <laughs> it's an encyclopedia. It is. What about um, you? Yeah, I mean, there's there's tick boxes that it's not necessarily a tick box, but there are things that I, I look for before getting into a relationship. It's not something that I kind of I've got on my notes and I'm like, has this girl got this? Has this girl got that? It's more, it's more feeling, but also, it is the it is the standard ones, isn't it? it yeah. Is like honesty, consistency, loyal. Consistency. Um, that's a good one. Yeah, I feel that's so important. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the things I would say would like cover consistency, but I've never thought of like saying it as a word. I know it sounds really really silly, but like actually, consistency in every part of a relationship or dating is really important. Just the feeling of being wanted, yeah. I would say, overrides everything for me because actually the feeling, that feeling of being wanted and you know being needed yeah. in some ways um, just kind of probably ticks all the boxes that you look for in a person yeah. anyway. Okay, so what happens, say you're dating yeah. and then you're moving to a relationship because we're talking about relationships today, mm-hmm. um, but the... Dating side of things was amazing. He ticked all the boxes, all the encyclopedia just mentioned. Yeah. He pretty much ticks absolutely everything. But then you're in a relationship. Yeah. And for some reason, this guy is just totally different. Everything gets on your nerves. You didn't realise he snores at 4 p.m., 4, 4 a.m. every day. You didn't realise that now you're in a relationship, he doesn't put the seat down. Okay. He didn't realise that he just doesn't put you first. And all of these other traits come out. Yeah. Now you're in a relationship. You get rid, don't you? You get rid. <laughs> <laughs> just one <wondered. laughs> I mean, put it out there. Well, you did kind of say that you, uh, you accepted an engagement proposal. Well, I did um, do that, yeah. But was that was a little bit... So, well, I mean, that is a, that's a story for, like, many margaritas. But I feel like... Yeah, no, um, generally speaking, I'm the worst. Well, not the worst for that. I think the best in that kind of way. It's like, I, as soon as I see a red flag, um, not like instantly ending something, but I, I'll i note it and then and then I can't not see it every time it comes back. And then I'm just like... The ick. The, the oh my God. You know what? It's such a like commonly used thing, but I am the worst for the ick. And once I get it, I can't look past it. I, that's it. I've got I it now. I think that's the same with everyone. Yeah. Everyone I know that's got the ick is just like, just... How do you go back from that? I can't. Because that thing, whatever gave you the ick, will always be It's going to be there, yeah. What's, what sort of things have given you the ick? Oh, God. I, I wish I had a second to think about this because I've there's so, so many things. Oh, actually, I know one. Um... Oh, I'm trying to think of a name to call him. Let's call him John. <laughs> John. John. John from Hinge. John or Gary. Gary. Let's go with Gary. Yeah, because there's no Gaz. Garys in the Gaza. world. There's no Garys in the world, in, world anymore. So only one oh. Gary was born, um, was named last year as a baby. Oh, maybe or, I should add that Gazers. to my um, baby name list so that there will be one in however many years' time. Indeed. indeed. Um, so... <laughs> Gaza gave me the it was just it was actually a lockdown like chat situation at first I was like oh he's a little bit funny blah 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 then he started like talking about his mum a bit but in like a funny way like whereas I'd sometimes mention mine didn't think anything of it then he just didn't stop talking about like 
his mum all the time <laughs> your face <laughs> just constantly talking about his mum constantly like saying things that I didn't find funny um you know was talking about like his dad was a doctor and then he was talking about the guidelines and I was like oh I don't know if you've really like followed I hate to be like on it with the guidelines but also we should be I don't feel like you really followed it then it's like well I should know my dad's a doctor anyway he literally didn't leave me alone and I was like look I'm not really interested in dating anyone at the moment even when the guidelines lift I'm probably not gonna meet you for a drink so let's leave it there literally a few days later I'd get a message then another message and that was the ick it was like the desperation to the point of I even deleted, because I have no storage on my phone at any time, I archived him and then I deleted it from the archives, which I feel like is when you know you're not interested in the chat. Yeah. And I got a message the other day, like, are you on the common? Well, I was like... Oh, it arrived it, straight it away. It straight back. I've literally <laughs> forgotten that you existed. It flew straight I know. Back. And then I said, uh, no. And he was like, oh, I've just gone over to a girl. Anyway, I, you know, I said something. Uh, he was like, oh, because I saw someone with pink hair. And I was like, I'm blonde now. And he was like, well, I wouldn't know because I unfollowed you. Lol. And it's like... You are embarrassing oh. yourself here. It was just pure ick. So I think <laughs> pure 100% ick. It's like, I'm not, that doesn't even warrant a response, Gaza. So someone that's like, when you're not interested, when you're not that interested and someone yeah. like thinks they're funny and they keep going with it, you're just like, leave me alone. I've made it quite clear. And also, if you don't like the person, you tend to find something that yeah. gives you the ick. Yeah. Actually, if you like the person, Things that you think might give you the ick normally. So for example, snoring, yeah. farting, you know, all that sort of stuff. Actually, yeah. do you know what? If you're that into someone, I feel that that stuff probably just, you just laugh about it. It just becomes something that's like, oh, you, okay. rather than like. Oh, I mean, you get fucking annoyed. You do get annoyed, but, you but like you ick. can, yeah. It's yeah. different. There is a huge, oh. huge difference. Um, there's no turning back from the people. There's no turning back. So if you do get it... Run a million miles. I'm afraid. Or tell them to run a million miles away. It's, um, <laughs> it's over. Does being in a relationship help your mental health? Or hinder? Or hinder. <laughs> I mean, you'd really like to think in the right relationship that it wouldn't. I, you know, I always think that like, I've been really lucky with my mental health and, you know, I've been very lucky to not suffer too much, but dating affected my mental health a little bit. Um, and I think that just constantly, like, not knowing the, the uncertainty of it, I think. Yeah, I have been in circumstances where I've felt like, um, say, for example, someone hasn't made me feel that great in myself. That's, that's been one that's affected me quite badly, actually. Um... I think in dating there's such a the thing of like putting someone down. Do you know what is so classic? Rating you out of 10 and deliberately rating you. Like the amount of times someone would be like, oh, another three out of 10 or, you know, something like that. And... Like negs. Neg, yeah. yeah. But like deliberately, because I'd like to think if someone actually thought that, then they wouldn't be saying it. It's all for like bants, isn't it? But... Yeah, would well, you know why people do this? There's this like crappy book out there um, that kind of... Oh, God. The, well, I, I know this because a guy, a guy from work read it. I think it's called The Game or something. Oh, you know, classic. Um, but he, there was a chapter that he used to swear by, and it's, I think it was just next. Right. abbreviated it to next. And um, it was about like giving negative comments for banter to then... I, I don't even... I, I don't know the book. Yeah, I haven't read yeah, it. But yeah. he, I think it's like giving negative comments to then... I'd probably just... just make the person feel shit but it was always getting the end goal was 
getting a good reaction to yeah, a, a yeah. good relationship. I just don't get it. Why would you do that? Why would you well, say? Well, I think oh, a I lot think of guys are like, "Well, you can see you take themselves seriously if they react well to the banter," and it's like, I, I literally can't eye roll physically, can't eye roll enough <laughs> to that sort of shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've I've had it quite a lot actually, and I think there's there's joking and there's banter, and then. I did actually have a, a circumstance with someone that, you know, would not even in a jokey way just kind of be like, oh, what do you, you know, if we spoke about like, oh, this person wolf whistled or walked down the street, it'd be like, oh, really? Like they paid your attention or. What? I know. That should be banned. It should be. It should be, like, absolutely. But um, yeah, this guy was just like, I think the intention was to make me feel as like average and normal as possible and not special which is so bizarre to me because it's like if you're with someone surely you should be building them up but I think I would say a lot of people's objective of that is to make the person feel like as low as possible mm. so that you feel a bit bigger in yourself so they like big themselves up in return um, and also so that when they do give a compliment you're like oh my god and you take that on I, f I find it bizarre and I don't fall for it anymore but I definitely did back in the day it's controlling trust, it is it? really controlling it's, yeah a red flag would say um, on this dating podcast massive all the good information red flag big red flag there you know a lot of people that I asked this question to they would say it shouldn't matter if you're comfortable in yourself I agree I agree and disagree because I'm so comfortable in myself like yeah. I, I'm good being single love my life yeah like things are great but actually I've never suffered from mental health at all, but there's probably two things I want to say. Like one, when you're dating and you're in a relationship, or mainly when you're dating and you like someone, that, those games, does she like me, doesn't she like me, that can affect your mental health. Yeah. Maybe not your mental health, but definitely the um, your daily moods, I'd say. Yeah. You know, if someone's texting you, you feel a bit more upbeat, and if yeah. they're not, and they've left you on double um, grey tick, yeah. then you feel a little bit down about the day. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily mental health, I'd say, but it's, it's more just your, your daily mentality. But you know what? Even, like, the daily mentality, even the small things really play into the bigger picture. Yeah. And I think eventually that can actually cause, like, a, a bigger problem and can get you down more than you initially think it does. Because you think, like, oh, it's just a little thing every day. But actually, if that's day after day, that's going to really pile up. Yeah. Like a snowball, snowball, snowball going down exactly. So it's going back to the one that I said I did my cringe kind of uh, <laughs> my girlfriend to. <sighs> that was probably one of the only relationships that really affected me mentally. I'd yeah. say. Not to the point where you know I was on like any sort of uh, medication or anything, but it, it affected me. It affected me for a long time. Couldn't move on. Couldn't move on. Mm. Really struggled and everything. And and um, yeah, so I feel that it, it does. And actually. Um, we, we split up and then I, I was like you know what I'm done like I'm gonna do something for me yeah um, not like I'm done because it's already done to you yeah, yeah damn sure of that um, but I was like you know what I'm done I'm moving on so I went traveling for three months the next thing I knew she's on my case again she's texting me every day she's being that loving person again and stupidly I let her into my life again stupidly I kind of she was in Philippines and we kind of met up mm. um, and that took away like about a month of my time there yeah and, it, and it, it affected the rest of my time I had out there yeah because oh, I just wish I could do that again yeah. do you know what I mean and, and actually that affected me mentally and I looked back at that trip and I was like 
one, I wasn't ready to probably go and, uh, and do that trip, but I could have come out of it a different, well, a better person. Yeah. And I could have come out of it um, more kind of known that the relationship was over. Yeah. Actually, I came out of it probably worse than when I went in because I allowed her to, to, yeah. um, to come back into my life during that time. So I feel that it can affect you mentally. Yeah. For sure, yeah. and being in a great relationship or good relationship, oh, couldn't must have so many positive benefits. A bit, yeah. You know, to your best. has to. One of my um, really good friends, like quite openly, suffered with mental health, and there was a period of time where I probably heard from her the least, but she was saying like she met someone and he was really great at the time, and she was like, I was just so happy all the time with him that. I, you know, I wasn't really looking at my phone. I was just having the best time all the time. And even now, she's like, for years and years and years, I've always suffered. But that was like the one block of time in my life where I feel like I wasn't anxious. I feel like I wasn't this, I wasn't that. And it didn't work out, sadly. But um, I saw a massive difference in her because she was happy in the relationship and it gave her so much else. So, yeah, I think it can be you know there's there's pros and cons it can be a massive bonus and it can also i think sadly i think it could probably it's more likely to affect you negatively unless you you know find this amazing thing which you know is the dream but look out for the ones what i would say is like really really look after yourself and notice the red flags for what makes you feel bad and what makes you feel shit it doesn't matter how many of the positives there are to this person if there's something that one person's doing that's constantly every now and then making you feel bad and affecting your mental health like you have to put yourself first yes don't stay in that long distance relationships it's a no from me. I've never done it, so I can't say I've tried it and it's no. But I would say um, without trying it, it would be a no. Because I, for me, I just like having that person around. I like being excited to see them. Even if I've seen them the day before, I, you know, for me, that's like something massively to not be bored after a year and to be like excited to carry on seeing them. I just think I'd lose... Obviously, you'd lose that in a long-distance relationship. And... I think we kind of covered it actually on the uh, online dating profile yeah. ones because your online dating range was very like narrow. It's quite wasn't small, it? yeah. It was like two miles long <laughs> to travel. One time when you can't be asked. Turn up on my doorstep. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas I was a bit more open. I was like, great in London. Great. You know, I travel <laughs> Outskirts, <a> countryside. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stretch to the Cotswolds if I have to. But how far is a long distance, you know? Is that outside of London? Well, that's or the thing, isn't it? Outside the country? You know, I would class like here to Manchester, for example, yeah, if someone was living there as long distance, but then you've got here to Australia or like other side of the world. So um, I don't think any of them would work for me. Yeah, it's a tough one because sometimes you want to share something straight away and yeah. if there's that time difference as well, you always yeah. have to wait for that period of day yeah. when you can really only talk. And yeah, especially yeah. if there's a real long kind of like long distance gap time gap then exactly. obviously that time gets uh, gets narrower doesn't it yeah it's not like i mean if it's manchester then it's a bit different oh yeah absolutely it's so fine. Much easier to get, yeah yeah get yeah to manchester well it that's the does. thing i think the good part of that is if it is somewhere you know in 
the UK or in England, then it's a bit more difficult, but it's not too difficult. You will find the people that are willing to make the effort and then, True. and the ones that aren't are obviously not as into it as you'd like them to be. So yeah. I feel like you would notice things quicker. Funny enough, the girl that I had uh, that I was dating throughout lockdown is mm. from Manchester. Ah. And, um, and we, we had loads of virtual dates. We pretty much FaceTimed most nights. It felt, wow. like we were, it felt like we were in a relationship at some point in time. But it was it was really intense, it was really good, I loved it. Um, still chat every now and again, but yeah. that that distance over the time was chatted. Yeah. If she lived in London, I think it probably would have been something but because of that distance, it's always really difficult to get up there and get back. Yeah. Someone always has to make the effort and it's so easy to just not Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, isn't it? And I feel like it's quite rare to meet someone and you both be on the same level or page in terms of like um, hours that you work, the commitments to where you are. So like going to, for example, Manchester actually might be easier for someone say like us who has like a, a job where you can kind of pick and choose your hours. Mm. If someone's working a nine to five job, like it's it might be harder for them to do that. So I feel like, you know, you do both have to make effort, but sometimes it is like harder for one than the other, and then I feel like that can sometimes be a bit more difficult. So, yeah, and I, I think that would affect my mental health, like, especially if it was amazing. And then on the days where I'd feel like if I went a really long time, I'd just, I'd want to see them so much. I, that yeah. would really, that would get me. Yeah. So you're in a relationship, and what's the, you know, a nice thing? What's the, have you got any stories about like a good relationship you've had? No. I'm not <laughs> No, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. Give me a few days to be back. No, I um, I I was in a really really good relationship, and I think, you know, we laughed all the time. We really kind of wanted the same things. Obviously, there was downsides. Otherwise, we'd still be together. We were, I was going to say quite similar, maybe not even that similar, but I think we just always, we were always thinking about the next date or what we were going to do next, if we were going to go away. Like after a while when we were in the relationship, like the aim was to get a place together. You know, we never really, I mean, we were together for like a year and a half, approaching two years, never really spoke about like timelines for like kids and marriage, but knew that that was something that we both wanted. Um, so... I think just being on the same page, like, you know, I've completely rambled with this, but obviously there's loads of good things. Like I love the routine, which obviously would be a thing that with long distance relationship you couldn't have, of like, I just love a good Netflix evening. So like, even if you go out or don't go out, come back, make some dinner, sit and have Netflix with like a glass of wine or just like chill. You know, there's like there's so many so many good like positives that I have had. I just forget them because I get yeah, bitter yeah, over yeah, time, yeah. <laughs> and no, then I'm, I'm like, surely well. there was nothing. But there obviously is loads of good. What's your favourite parts about being in a relationship? For me, in a relationship, I just love I don't know leaning on someone, mm. having someone to talk to every day, just having someone to rely on. Yeah, you know, like if your work doesn't quite work out, someone to just. I don't know, someone to help you out, someone to yeah. be like there to pick you up when you're feeling like absolute crap. Yeah. Someone to just be like, you know what, I've got your back. I think like that's a that was a big thing for me as well. And I that plays into the thing of like when I'm going for a breakup, I always panic because I'm like, oh I don't have that person to fall back on. But my best friend 
when I went through my last breakup, literally pulled me up and was like, okay, but you feel like you had him to fall back on, but when did you use him? Like, when did you actually rely on him? And then you kind of think about it and I was like, well, actually, I did do that myself. I did get through that myself. So it's nice to have it, but I think, you know, maybe when you're in something, you think you have it a bit more than you actually do. So yeah, I, I totally know what you mean. Like I like having that to be like, if something goes wrong, the first person that you call or the per- person that you text is always going to make you like smile and that's happy that you're happy about. And that's the thing that I can't, I guess miss the most. Yeah. Um, but silly little jokes. I mean, you two have. Yeah, 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 well. yeah. The stupid little in jokes. Yeah. Well, got relationships. Me. Relationships. There you go, people. Do you want one now? I don't uh, know if we convince you that it's even a good idea to have one. I don't know if we have one. If we have enough, this one's a bit, know. a bit kind of like there's no real right or wrong answer to this know. one. I don't think we've given a a true. Well, not we've given a true reflection, but I don't know if we've given a a kind of a one-sided reflection. We've definitely. Mm, I think um, it's important yeah I think it's important more than anything actually on this point to like really be comfortable in yourself and be the best version of yourself before you even consider a relationship very cheesy I know but I feel like you can't really well I I just think you need to know yourself before you get into something otherwise you know you're building a relationship with someone when you don't even know who you are so be comfortable get a relationship with yourself interpret that however you want to and then and then look for something and then a relationship will hopefully be great will bloom will bloom thank you for listening to our relationship chat Um, hopefully you've enjoyed it as always rate, review, comment blah 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 do all that good stuff all the good stuff and follow us on Instagram yeah because we are fun on Instagram. Oh, as well. we are so funny. Well, I mean, me in particular. Yeah, I, I mean, don't mind to break. Carl has his occasional moments. Exactly. But... I'm very kind of hit and miss when it comes to that. Elle's hilarious on Instagram. Thank you very much. Especially stories and reels and stuff. So Thank you. Go check her out, people. And uh, come back next week for our final, final episode. Of five, the series. Yeah, five episode mini series on dating. I feel that at the end of this, we should maybe write a book on it. I think so. That's definitely in the pipeline. What would you call it? Um, How to not now your love life. (laughs) (laughs) Joking. joking. The ins and outs. The ins and outs. I mean. And on that note. (laughs) (laughs) On that note. Ta-da. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, funny.